Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the RIP Tour podcast. I am your tour guide, Tim. And it is not so bright and early Sunday morning. And we don't even have Liz here today. What the hell's wrong with us? Why are we doing this so late? Gary? I, I'm just so used to now recording <laughs> late that when you asked what time, I was just like 11 a.m. I was like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> can't do this by myself. So here's Gary. Gary, how are you, sir? I am good. I'm, uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting extra hyped now for Horror Night. It's, We're so close. There's just so much happening. So it, much going on. Yeah, there's just, and there's, there's still a few small things to come, like the food and the drink and the yeah, I'm really surprised. I'm, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen a, a, a food menu yet. Well, I think it's, we'll get into this more, but I think it's because of the tasting thing, if that makes sense. Oh, could be. That's a good point. Um, yeah, and then also, good. also good. I'm glad to see everybody's good. And then Ash, are you here, sir? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Tim. I'm always here. Uh, I feel oh, like I. Oh, here we go. Listen, I do my second job. I do it very well, but uh, I just want to <laughs> echo. <laughs> I just want to echo what Gary says. Honestly, I am so hyped right now. I've just got horror nights on the brain all the time now. I think this is the most hyped I've been since probably 29. Uh, in terms of the lineup that we all know, we did the um, you know our last episode was all the lineup that's been announced. Um, just, just, just in a good spot. I know it's 11 in the afternoon, but I've been up since six. I've been. Got my workout, got my coffee, so I'm ready to go. Nice. All right, so before we start this episode, which is going to be basically all of the the extras that you guys did not uh, get through last episode, but let me ask you something before we start this. So because we got like the information dump, whatever that was, over a week ago or whatever, however long ago it was, do you think your hype is more because we haven't had that info for so long? And do you think it would be different if we had been getting it, you know, consistent over the time with announcements? You want to go first there? Yeah, sure, Ash, take it. I think just because the event is starting September 1, right, it's like the earliest they've ever started it, just thinking comparison, if they would have released it maybe this week, for example, or last week instead of the week prior, it kind of it's kind of the same time frame if you think about it, because it's usually the week after that Horror Nights starts. So they've done this for the last couple of years where they give us the big announcement dump for everything. I think it's, I think Tim, it's probably heightened my hype as opposed to getting it trickling in now uh, into August. They just give us everything. And and we already had the big, big IPs anyway. So to, to kind of sprinkle everything in probably would have, I would have still been hyped, but I think giving us everything at once has really, has really, you know, it's really boosted the hype for me, I think. What about you, Gare? So I really ended up liking the way that they've done this, the back end of this announcement season, because, and, and this is my reasoning, is that you get an announcement early on, you get hyped, but then the hype goes, and you're just like, what's next? And then everything sort of fizzles down, and then you're just waiting and waiting, and then you get your next announcement, and you're like, right, what's next? Because they dropped everything at once, it was so much to process and it gave you a good couple of hours just to read up on everything, look at all the graphics, try and process everything. And because they dropped it right just before the event started, that hype is like still there until you get to the to the start of the event. So I really did enjoy that huge dump that we got. 
I'm with you both. I feel like the the waiting and the anticipation and then everything basically getting dropped at once, I think, has heightened it this year. I still don't like this way. I would like to have some announcements spread out over it and then the dump at the end. Um, but I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, it is less than a month away till oh, opening boy, night. Yep. That's crazy to say. Gary, you're here then in what? Less than 40 days? Or six so. weeks, I think. Six weeks. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to imagine that y- you guys are so excited right now because now it's that time. It's like, okay, okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we when you get to go to the parks once a year, so it's just we get home and we just wait. <laughs> the clock resets and we just wait to come back. Um. So, yeah, we are very hyped and Becca's starting to enjoy Horror Nights a lot more now, so even nice. she's getting, getting hyped for it and stuff, so... Cool. Yeah, we're just counting down the days until we can we be back. Nice. Start the night with the fat Tuesdays and then go get scared. <laughs> That'll fly right. by too. Those six weeks will fly by. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the episode. Um, before we get into all the extras that you guys didn't get to cover, uh, Ash is going to take us through um, some construction updates that have been going on in the park for HHN because there has been a bunch of stuff being added every day. So Ash, what do we got going on? Yeah, I'm going to be a little tour guide here, take you a little stroll around uh, the streets of uh, Universal Studios of Florida. So we're just going to start right away. The entrance zone, which we know is going to be Oddfellow's collection of horror. Now, we have got the entrance structure back up again. It is smaller than the other one that is usually in between that production central place between Minions and Shrek. And it is a little bit smaller, but they've added the lighting package to it. And it is more towards the entrance so it's basically where the side entrance is to the universal studio store there and the today cafe it's kind of slap bang in the middle of those there's lights on there and there's also like a a catwalk on top of it as well which you know scare actors could go up onto the top of there as well and then there's also the lighting and um the trusses up by outside the universe hello kitty store as well so we're probably expecting that first zone to not go down um minions way like normal it's going to be right there in the entrance way and then you're going to kind of bear right a little bit uh for the rest of the zone there but just for you boys we are expecting odd fellow to be there in his true form because we know we are going to get him in every scare zone so we are know it's going to be a collection of horrors it's going to have all his minions there with him but what do you think? What are you expecting for that one? Do you think he'll be up on top of the kind of gangway, the catwalk on top of there? I mean, what do you think? Or just roaming on the feet on the floor? I think it'll be both, honestly. I think that'd be kind of a missed opportunity if he doesn't get up on top there. Gout at people or whatever he's doing and uh, up on that catwalk. But I, I would expect him to also be out and about. I mean, because yeah. that's, I mean, I think like you're like, as soon as you get in to the, to the park, that's going to smack you right in the face. So... Yeah, and I think that kind of corner where you turn right may give us a little bit more room. It's going to be tight anyway because it's just the entrance zone. It's more of a welcome to Horror Nights. But Gary, are you thinking this may be a little bit better in terms of traffic or do you think it's just going to be just just as crazy as what it would be down the Minion Street? I hope I hope it's a lot better um, because we have had some very good theming in previous zones in, yeah. in there, but they've, they've fell down the way because of the location. Um. And I, I don't know. It's still a tight place, like you said. It's the entrance of the park. 
people are going to be waiting for friends before they leave. People are going to be waiting to meet people there. Um, but like you say, that that right turn just before you get to um, Hollywood, it is quite a wide sort of road. So I'm hoping that does give us a little bit more to play with. Um, and then obviously free up the bottleneck that is normally, you know, production central. Yeah. And I think like you said, the theming in there has been really good. I know last year and the year before the 30 years, 30 fears were a little bit redundant because it was just too busy and it was just generic scare actors. But you think prior to that, right? What did we have? Anarchade. Then before that was Harvest. Before that was Altars of Horror, right? And then Chan. So they have had yeah. some real cool zones in there aesthetically, but yeah, not. I'm expecting this one to be to be a cool one, a welcome to Horror Nights one, and I'm glad they've put the um the the kind of frame back up again. Um, but let's let's turn right then and let's head down Hollywood Boulevard, which is this zone is notorious for stage shows. There is quite a lot of area to fill there. The nice thing about the Hollywood zone is the paths either side of it. You can kind of hang on that as well and people watch, but we now have props in there. We have stages for some of the Zodiacs. Now, Inside Universal did post that they have Sagittarius, Leo, and Scorpio up right now. Uh, any of you, those signs, Sagittarius, Leo, Scorpio? Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm not, expe- then, yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting anything for mine. Mine is Gemini. That's twins. So I don't know what... You know, that could be cool, though. You could have like people stitched together, you know? Um, I mean, could be. Could, I don't could, know. It could look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm a Virgo, and it's just a, it's just a woman as the logo, basically. So... Um, but yeah, the, the props are, they're kind of like weathered. You've seen them. They look kind of rustic, weathered metal, um, props in there, but I don't know if they, cause we have, like I said, three of the Zodiac signs up already. I don't know if they're going to do a, a little mini stage for every Zodiac or 12. Um, and then just have Roman scare actors from each one around. But, um, yeah, I know we're not going over hype or anything, but just kind of an update what's going on. Moving in to Central Park. We do have Cafe La Bamba is going to be set up again, just like last year, um, for the Dia de los um, Dia de los Muertos theme. The kind of bright orange bar there, and the kind of little mini fountain is also covered in orange again. Um, did you boys eat from here? Did you get any food from here? Drinks, cocktails? I don't think I, I had. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I had any food. I think we had drinks, but I don't think it was anything right. like special. But yeah, it must have been well received because it's coming back again. Uh, and I know a couple of people who did eat there as well and said the food was pretty good. But my issue last year with the food areas was it was just so, so busy every single night. Um, I don't know what they would do to kind of combat that because it's just getting so busy now. But yeah, that is back again. You can't miss it. It's literally bright orange. Um, and then let his little walk through Central Park. We had our own tour guide, Liz go through central park last night we had we have now the bats up in the trees as well a little change to the normal kind of pumpkin um how are we liking the bats gary would you prefer the pumpkins or nice little change of scenery up there i'm always team pumpkins but i saw the bats the other day and i thought they looked really cool something different um as long as i've been going to horror nights i've never seen bats in there so i'm excited i hope they've got some little sort of twinkling eyes that light up in the in the trees on a night time because it was so cool when he saw the pumpkins flickering up there yeah and, and and tim you are a sucker for that traditional halloween how are you feeling for the bats up there yeah i was gonna say i'm all team pumpkins too but i'm i'm i like the i like the bats i hope they put a few more out because it only looked like there was only just like a few 
Yeah. So yeah, because I'm looking at the pictures now. You are right. There's not many up there. Yeah, I hope they. I hope there's. I hope there's more. And would what would even be sicker if if their if their eyes light up? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm on the same page with you two. You know, in the evening time, night time, if they're lighting up, yeah, and and like you said, they put more bats up in there, and they're all lighting up. That'd be very very cool. Uh, this zone just gives me good vibes. We have like the ruins in there. There's trees in there. There's the crashed Universal plane which somebody pointed out i think it was spencer who pointed out on twitter that it's from the original universal logo that plane that goes across the universal logo so very very neat touch there and that's what the kind of wonky kind of trust yeah. was that was that was that <laughs> one we were all wondering but yeah i think if they do it opposite to what they did scarecrow last year where you can kind of leisurely walk through here at your own pace then i'm looking forward to this one that's I like what i'm saying I, I was going to say, I like how you said allegedly it. walking yeah. at your own pace because yes. <laughs> I didn't get to walk at my own pace last year at all. I got kicked out of this every time. Like I stopped for a minute. Move along, move along. So I really hope that is not going to be another issue again this year. I, yeah. I think just looking at the props that Universal have learned from, from last year, they tried it. The concept was cool. In reality, it just didn't work because it was too tight. Uh, something like that, an, an outdoor house, as they want to call it. You've got Hollywood. Just use somewhere like that instead of Central Park if you want someone to walk through like like that. Um, but we just want to chill out in Central Park with a beer and people watch. Yeah, you you mentioned it on the uh, reaction episode, Gary, as well. If they learn from Scarecrow, they have less props in there, more scare actors, a little bit at times. Because every time you go in that zone, you just want to relax and just taking the halloween i know this is not halloween vibe it's jungle of doom but you want to take in the halloween vibe what they normally have and we just couldn't do that at all last year yeah um, they've had some very effective zones in there with with smaller props and it, and it worked just as well so look at trick-or-treat that didn't have huge amount of props um what was that other one the year before that where it had like the little caves that was that was an effective use of props um, Oh yeah the terror queen one no before that uh or maybe been after 26 can't remember the name of it but they had, they had like little caves the yes that was it yep they had like little boo hole caves um but they sort of used the indents in central park so it didn't really stick out a lot and then they've got all of that grass area where they can add props and lighting effects and fog and stuff so i think they just yeah. need to take a step back and use that sort of approach yeah and they've done that as well behind like where where you can't get to it as a guest like trick-or-treat prime example twist the tradition with like the old rustic church you know so they've, they've done it behind kind of where guests can't get to yeah um, so trick-or-treat was the, yeah. the prime example that had sam yeah. walking around all of those props in the fog um yeah. and it was it just didn't take up any space and it was so no. cool worked yeah absolutely and then we're going to go around to san francisco but what's rumored we haven't seen any kind of update from that which would be the megan horde and the death eaters there is lighting up and obviously props up in in diagon alley there's not been anything announced for those yet so we'll skip past those into San Francisco, there's not been much update to this apart from when Tim, you got the photos last time. This kind of crates on the floor and like a funky looking blue rustic crate as well. So props there. And this is going to be old monsters and new monsters, which you know, I think Drew said it perfectly a hellblock horror, but on the streets. Um, this just gets redundant for me. I end up walking around it, but um, not too much going on in San Francisco. But where the party's happening. If you take a little stroll down to New York, Vamp 69. Boy, we've got some big, big updates 
from last time. We do have uh, the bus that they've used so many times. It's now decorated, you know, hippie, flower power. That's very cool. The main stage now has some of the um, Zodiac symbols behind it. We have motorbikes in there now, and they just added lighting and more added props and kind of like the more vintage cameras up there uh, as well. But yeah, what's the, uh, Tim, reaction to all these added now to Vamp 69? Is that heightened the height for this one? Oh, for sure. That bus is awesome. It looks so oh, good. They did a fantastic so cool. job painting that up. Um, and I just love the uh, like all the like actual like festival posters and and banners that are hanging in the area now. Like it actually has some of the like the the artists who are performing at this festival, which I think is awesome. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, I think that bus looks absolutely amazing. So, um, what a way to repurpose a prop. <laughs> that must have took some time to paint or, or wrap for sure. Um, but yeah, again, we've we've got a. a, a massive chunk of real estate here in new york and some of the zones sometimes fall down because of the the use of the props but i think this this one's going to be nailed and um, we have the huge stage like we did for vamp 85 um, and i think we're going to get some awesome music i hope they do something similar like they did with the ball drop at vamp 85 um where where something happens as a as a call and we start getting all the vampires that would be really cool yeah, that's a great point as well, because New York is so big, it's always really good when there's different things going on in certain areas, right? So you have to kind of spend more time in there to get each kind of like mini stage show or character interaction like they did with The Purge, right? Some, you know, I was all, just about yeah. to say, like, people like hate on The Purge, but that is probably one of the best examples of a scare zone they've done in that area. The yeah. way they had a huge box truck with two motorbikes driving through was just insane. Yeah, always something going on and, you know, it's always different as well. Sweet Revenge was similar to that as well. There were so many mini kind of interactions going on everywhere in that zone. They did a good good use of, you know, filling up that space and making everything work there. But yeah, I know, we, I know we're kind of talking a little bit on this. We're going we're gonna to save it for our hype episode anyway. This is more just construction updates, but that's it. That's it, Tim, in terms of the construction. Nice. Thank you, Ash. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're going to get into some of the extras that were that were announced as well. So Gary's going to start us off with unmasking the horror. Yeah, so we've been very nervous and dying to know what's been on unmasking, um, because we have one one booked. The the whole show's got one booked. Um, so it's been announced. If you don't know, they do a three house tour and a six house tour. Um, and yes, if you do the maths, that leaves one house out. So this year on the three masking, we have The Last of Us, we have Dr. Oddfellow, and then we have The Darkest Deal, which I think is is good value. I don't have the exact price up, but is it around $60, $70 for the three house? Yeah, I think with tax now, it's about 90 Right, so it's, it's shot up a bit, but it's yeah. still... It's still worth it in my eyes. About thirty dollars a house, right? You know, it's not. Yeah. yeah, and then this this is the this is the 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 jackpot here. So we have the six house. So we have Universal Monsters Unmasked. We have Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. We have Stranger Things Four, which I am so excited about. We have Yeti Campground Kills, Dueling Dragons, and Blood Moon Dark Offerings. Um, so. Tim, I'm going to pass it to you first, just for your thoughts on this six house one. Uh, I think it is very solid, honestly. 
I'm very excited for this tour. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. I'm not going to see The Last of Us unless I end up doing the Three House tour too. But I know you're excited because Stranger Things is in there. So that was the, that was the. I mean, we booked the tour what four, three months ago, maybe. Yeah, when it, whenever, whenever that was yeah, dropped, maybe yes. longer ago. Yeah, yeah. When I think we booked them the day it went on sale, so. And it was going to go 50-50. They were never going to put The Last of Us on the same tour as Stranger Things. It just You just knew for a fact that wasn't going to happen. Um, but for us to get Stranger Things on the six house, I did think they would put it on the three house to sell more of the three houses. Um, but I think to have, you know, Chucky, Stranger Things, and Universal Monsters all on one tour, plus Dueling Dragons as well with the multi-path house. Yeah. So that's going to be, going to be cool to see. Um, Ash, what do you think of this lineup? Yeah, so, so happy Stranger Things is on there. Uh, even like you just mentioned with Chucky on there as well. Um, and even Dueling Dragons. Yeah, the Six House Tour is, yeah, everything I wanted on there. There are sneaky little devils though, you know, putting Last of Us on the Three House one as well to make me really consider getting that one as well. And Oddfellow. I can imagine a lot of Easter eggs in there as well. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon with the uh, with, with the Six Houses that are in question. I'm still debating if I can squeeze the three house in to me, just just for The Last of Us. Let me ask you something, Garrett. If Stranger Things was not on the six house one and it was on the three, would you be definitely booking the three? Oh, yeah, I'd be doing both. Okay. Yeah, 100%. I <laughs> 100%. Uh, there's no way that I'm not going to Universal that are offering a behind-the-scenes tour of Stranger Things, anything Stranger Things, and I'm not doing it. Yeah, it was, a, it was a coin toss, wasn't it? Which which Last of Us and Stranger, it was a coin toss which one to be on, so... Yeah, um, but I, I honestly thought they would put it on the three house because I know the six house is more popular because it, it's more value for money. Um, but because we've got two huge IPs this year, I think they've split up quite wisely. So, yeah. N- nice. So we have Unmasking the Horror. Uh, so the next thing we have is the Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends. So basically, this is a photo hunt. So, a little brief description. Be sure to set aside time to visit the other six Universal Orlando hotels as you go on a photo hunt to find different Universal Monster uh, photo opportunities waiting for you in the hotel lobbies. So, I'm going to throw it to you first, Gar. What do you What do you think this is actually going to be? So, last year at Universal's Cabana Bay, we had the exact same name, Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends, and it was the full room where they have the normal photo op. Um, there was around, I want to say about eight different photo ops. They were cool, but they were, they were nothing compared to previous things that they've had going on at Cabana Bay. Um, for example, a jacked up experience and the Stranger Things experience. Um, so I, I think this year, they're just repurposing these photo opportunities and, and dishing them out around the hotels, which I think is a clever thing. Um, to do why not why waste them um in in maybe for people who didn't get to see it all together last year you can go around each hotel and get your photo taken with the prop and have a drink while you're there which i'll think, probably ash? still be doing yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> all right ash what do you think i think this is just a great excuse for a universal bar crawl 
I think. Um, that was my thoughts exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, we, so should, we need to yeah. do it. We need to. We should. We should. We should. Um, we, we should do this. I think this is a really, really cool concept. It incorporates all of the hotels. I did listen to the podcast, and they did touch it a little bit. Uh, they did say that the um, Cabana Bay and the Dockside was represented for Endless Summer. Those two have the bars, right? With the We're going to touch on those in a moment, but they have the photo up there with the monsters, but they are going to have the other six hotels. Which So we've got uh, Aventura, Sapphire Falls, Royal Pacific, Hard Rock, uh, Portofino Bay as well. So to, ha- to have something at each one where you kind of have to collect the photo from each one, I think it's a really cool concept. It incorporates all the hotels, which I, I think is pretty cool. Agreed. And I, I agree with you, Gary. I think this is going to be repurposed and they're just going to put things at the other hotels that were already in the, uh, the monsters uh, from last year. So I definitely think we should do we should do a universal monsters bar crawler. I mean, I'm down. Let's go. Let's I'm all do down. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it's pretty Gary, much all here, on the boat loop. So <laughs> I would just say, Gary, when you're here, we're down. We're doing it. Yep. Let's do it. Sick. All right, Ash. Um, the next thing we have is the Dead Coconut Club. There's really not a lot of info for this, but, you know, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm glad this is coming by. It's a really cool concept. I did, like, the Monsters one last year. They also did the... They also kind of repurposed it for Christmas and Mardi Gras, too. So I'm glad it's coming back. It's a nice little escape. Um, Even on nights when Horror Nights is not on, it's sometimes open as well. We don't have a theme yet. It's It's definitely coming. They have announced that. We don't have a theme yet. There is a couple of um easter eggs i believe in the prior um not the jurassic park one the what was the last one would have been mardi gras wouldn't it the mardi gras um tribute store as to what the theme was um but yeah i'm not going to go into it but um yeah no, no real info yet but i'm glad it's coming back cool gary i am very excited for this i loved it last year um to the point where I spent my wedding night there. <laughs> we we went there straight after. Um, we went for the wedding meal. We went for some drinks at the Dead Coconut. The whole vibe was just so cool. The Universal Monsters, um, the spooky drinks that they offered, and I, I just thought it was a cool place to go to just sort of chill out. So I'm, I'm very glad it's coming back. Agreed. I'm glad it is too. Um, what what would your hope be though for theming, Ash? Um, if you had to pick, no matter if no matter what you've heard or anything like that, if you had to pick, what would you want the theme? There's, to all, be there's only one. There's only one option for me. That it'd be the upside down coconut I club. Mean, I, I figure. I, I I'm gonna guess that all three of us are on the same page on this. Yeah, I think, just think what they could do with the bar, and they could do their own. You know, make their own cocktails as well. They have there's so so much to use there. But if if it was me, ideal world, I'd have I'd have a Stranger Things theme, of course. Gary, is there any point asking? <laughs> what no. <he> said. <laughs> um, look at the, the 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 did the Stranger Things tribute store. Imagine that, but a bar. Yeah, that'd be amazing. The level of detail that could have the you know the particle dust particles falling like they did inside the tribute store. Specialty drinks, drinks and yeah. music, and imagine just chilling out with a, a Stranger Things themed drink inside of there, and then the theme tune comes on. Like, wow, nice. that'd be awesome, man! It, it, even if they even went all out and like had one of the local breweries, you know, come up with some kind of Stranger Thing uh, things themed beer or something. So yeah, be definitely. Sick. 
<laughs> All right. So, well, we don't have any really details about this, but you know this is coming. So, uh, so the next thing on our list is the Peacock Bar. So, Gary, what do you got? <laughs> now, that's your bar, Gary. You're in Drew Bar. I know. I know. Yeah, me, and, me and Drew <laughs> frequented there. Listen, those seats after walking miles are comfortable. I don't know. Did you guys even go down there last year? Nope. Not once. Not really? Once. No. They had like these huge, like, um, they were like day beds, obviously at nighttime. <laughs> so when, when you'd had a few too, too many beers. Oh. oh, you know what? No, I was back there. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> Drew's got a photo of Nate, just, like fast asleep on one <laughs> as the, as sweet revenge music's nice. blasting in the background. Um, but yeah, the, the, the bar is back. Um, was it just getting called the Peacock Bar this year? Or was it such and such sponsored by Peacock? I don't uh, know. Yeah, not sure about that. It is sponsored by Peacock for sure. Yeah, because yeah. it did have a name. Well, it had a name last year. I think everyone's called it the Witch's Bar last year. <laughs> yeah. That's what I called it. I meet you at the Witch's Bar. Um, but David esque pumpkins? Is it, what, what's that got to do with the Peacock Bar? Well,. Because it's sponsored by Peacock and Saturday Night Live is on NBC. See, yep. David S. Pumpkins, you know. I, I just I know find it weird. It, this is very, I think this is very odd too, but I think, I think this will be more than welcomed by everybody. It just means that everybody's think, either going to have a Hellfire shirt or a pumpkin suit on for Horror Night. I mean, we could have, we'll, we'll have a drinking contest. <laughs> Yeah, I think for, 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 for Americans, though, I don't think because I mean I I wouldn't know who if he was I mean if he wasn't in Bill and Ted you know the the if he wasn't in Bill and Ted twenty you know from twenty seventeen yeah. I would have no idea who he was from Saturday Night Live and I think a lot of Europeans who really don't watch Saturday Night Live would would have no idea who he is. Gary, you know who he is, right? Only because ninety percent of my friends are American, but like Ash, <laughs> I mean, Ash said, fair. like that's it, fair. If I if you know I didn't know you guys, I don't watch Saturday Night Live, so I'd have no idea. Well, so for all the UK people <laughs> listening, do your homework. Watch some Saturday Night Live with David S. Pumpkins on YouTube. This way, you'll know. Uh, and so if we if they have David S. Pumpkins, please tell me they have to have you know two of the skeleton dancers with him, right? Yeah, they have to. Is this kind of iconic? Because that that would just be a missed opportunity then. If so, is he going to perform or is he just going to walk around? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I I gotta imagine there is going to be lots of photo opportunities with Mister Mister Pumpkins. It's such a shame because it was a nice quiet spot last year. Now it's not going to be. Not anymore. The spot's been rumbled. (laughs) Drew, we need to find somewhere else. All right, so David S. Pumpkins. That's I don't think I'd I don't think I'd like I would have ever bet that I would have said, hey, David S. Pumpkins is gonna be at HHN. <laughs> it wasn't I'm, a my bingo card. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> All right. And then the next thing that's up, which was announced not that long ago, was the Taste of Terror. So the Taste of Terror is running August 10th to the 26th. And this is basically all the drinks and all the food offerings that are gonna be at the event for the next couple couple months, but it's just basically a preview. So the cost of this is, is quite hefty in my eyes at $159.99. There is a deal going on now for annual pass holders that you will get 15% off, uh, but the dates for the pass holders are only August 10th to the 16th. 
So with 15% off, Gary, if you were here, and then Ash, obviously you're here, with the 15% off for pass holders, would you guys do this? For me, staying on site, yes, because I'm not having to drive home. That's one of the, like, obviously, Ash will probably get into that reasoning as well. Um, it's potential because by the time you bought a Blinky Cup and what other do you get with it? Is it the refillable okay, so cup? The, yeah, freestyle, so they, yeah. Yeah, they get the freestyle cup, they get a Blinky Cup. And one There's digital a, photo. A digital photo. And that's then what, I be- easily $40, and then $50. And yeah. then I believe it's also all you can eat and drink, I think, right? Right. So yeah. if you're staying on site or staying a property, I think it's worth it. But like I, I mentioned to Ash, are you going to get your money worth if you're driving home? <laughs> definitely definitely not. So I don't know. Ash, what 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 what's your thoughts now that we've yeah. we've chatted? Yeah, honestly, I I really really want to do this. Uh, the only thing that's putting not really the price so much. Well, it is, but it, it's it's a two hour event. That's what's kind of putting me off a little bit. Um, the time frame for what you're paying, I don't think it'll be worth it. And you touched on it, Gary. I mean, if I want to get my money, if I'm paying that amount, right, I want to get my money's worth. So I want to drink the alcohol, right? That is free. Um, but then I can't drive home if I'm, you know, having more than one beer or more than one cocktail, which means I'd have to get a hotel as well. And then it's the gas money driving there. So, uh, you know, even with the annual pass discount, like $135 ends up being 300, 400 for me. Cause I'd want to stay over. <laughs> you know, I feel like I like, I feel like you have to stay over. Cause I feel like you need to go get your money's worth. Right. Sure. Absolutely. Like I'm going to go drink as much as I can. I'm going to go eat as much as I can. I, like I want to get my, my money's worth. Now, I wonder if this is also a like a timed event where this is only like for two hours long or something like that. You know, I, I don't know how that's working. Obviously, none of us have booked this. Um, I think it's is it six to eight? Is it? I I, I don't remember the I'm exact time. Sure it's six it, to eight. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was only a couple hours. Um, you know, and I, so here's the thing though. All this food and drink is going to be there for the next you know whatever over two plus months, right? I think this is a great idea for all of the vloggers because not for nothing, but all the vloggers stand around and wait to get early access for those boots. I can, I can list off people and videos from last year that this happened for totally cool, but they're trying to make their money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. It's, it's know, making I, the vloggers it's no, pay for their own content, basically. Yeah, it's no, it's nothing against the vloggers. I have nothing against that. I mean, we we've been there, done that. Um, but I think Universal probably saw this opportunity. And was like, well, let's see what we can make on this. Um, and then the only thing is, do you think these are going to be like full? I think these are just going to be like samples. This is they are be like, sample size. It did, right? did specify that as well. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so you're not going to get the full full size portion that you're going to get when you're at the event. Uh, but oh, I, I would. and I'm not and I'm not poo pooing <laughs> on this. I just think this is a lot of money for a two hour event that I, I need to that I need yeah. to like. If it's two hours, I need to shove a lot of food and and drink in my mouth. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you. I don't think you're pooing it at all. I think you know we, we're all missing. It's definitely got potential. We'd love to do it. It's just the cost with the the small yeah, amount of time that you're getting for, you sure. Know? for so sure. Look at it this way. Yep, one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine is roughly the same price as a six house tour. 
Yeah, I know which one I'd rather do as well, you know? In, in the six house <laughs> tours, like six hours long. Just yeah, crazy. Yeah. But you don't, but food is not included in that. Or drink. Or freestyle. If you want to sit and eat <laughs> snack burgers yeah, instead right. of walking through Stranger Things, that's entirely up to you. <laughs> Yeah. I guess, I, I mean, I guess when you sit down, if you were to actually sit down and break down, so how much, like, it, I mean, it, it, you guys spitballing, do you guys know how much, like, the freestyle cup is and then how much a blinky cup would be approximately, like, if you were just getting it at the event? I want to say about 18 to $19 for a freestyle. And then probably yep. about the same for the for the blinky cup, right? Because you got to buy a drink. Yeah. Roughly, yeah. Uh, 15 right? bucks for that. And then, then so a digital talking- photo. Yeah, so you're talking like, so that's what, maybe 50, 60 bucks for all three of them, right? Just yeah. spitballing. So that leaves about 100 bucks left for food and drink. I guess it's not terrible. The way I, I also look at it as well, the Scaracca Dynam was around $50, and that was one to two hours event. And yes, you didn't get the free alcohol, but you got the free food, digital photo, and walk around characters. So now, if they're doing a digital photo, there need, that that means there needs to be some kind of photo op there, right? Well, there has to be walk around characters in this one too, surely. Right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, um, moving on. But you know, actually, let's do we do, do we touch on this that there's no scare actor dining this year? Oh yeah. So anybody that wanted that, we're sorry. Um, I was tempted <laughs> to do it this year. <laughs> we had some I'm, bad feedback about last year's. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if they put it, I know. I think Gary was the one that tweeted it out about having it in Minions Cafe, and then you'd have Frankenbob. I just think that would be cool. I think that would be cool too. I'm not gonna lie that that's pretty awesome. <laughs> like you're gonna get diff- some different characters out there. That'd be fun. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe that will come back in the near future, but not this year. Um, all right. So moving on, we have the Cabana Bay Chucky experience. Um, so a little brief description pose for photos at Chucky's Twisted Playground, a photo illusion experience based on the USA and sci-fi TV series features five uniquely scary photo opportunities. Chucky's Twisted Playground is exclusive to guests of any Universal Orlando Resort hotel. Uh, hotel room key card is your required uh, entry into it. So Gary, what do you think about this? Judging off Stranger Things being the first experience that they did at Cabana Bay, I think this is a little bit of a letdown, considering how big Stranger Things 4 is. Um, I I honestly thought when they announced Stranger Things that it was just a given that we were going to get Stranger Things back for the experience. I am still going to do it. I probably will enjoy it but i just always in the back of my mind i'll be thinking that this could be stranger things for sure ash what do you think yeah i actually i actually um when i when i heard about it initially i was hmm, a bit indifferent but um it's kind of grown on me even more so with the chucky description of the maze he's having there um it's not just from the tv series it's more of a meta take on it as well which i'm not going into hype or anything but that's gonna i think with the description it's definitely shot higher on the hype list but yeah i'm I'm excited it's a new take i know we had stranger things then we had the jacked up experience gallery of legends and now chucky i do like how they are you know keeping the theme changing every year Uh, five uniquely scary photo opportunities so you know it's got a lot of potential I think, and Chucky does, Chucky's a big, big icon. Like we've always, 
we've all said we're not big Chucky or big, you know, Child's Play fans of the franchise, but he, you know, he's definitely a big icon. I'm, I am looking forward to this one. All right, cool. Uh, I'm with you guys. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I really thought it was going to be Stranger Things too. Now, my only, my only thought about this, like thinking about this during the week, uh, was please let there be somebody playing Chucky in there. Not like a four foot, five foot girl dressed, you know, as Chucky. I want the puppet and somebody voicing him. I want him in there roasting people. Just like oh, the zone. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. That would be something. Anybody listening from uni? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Easy. All right, cool. Uh, moving on, we've got the, the, I guess, the themed bars now everywhere we've got cabana bay we've got uh endless summer dockside so gary what is your favorite place at cabana bay during hhn this was a lounge yes sir and that is (laughs) returning back to cabana bay so you know there's going to be halloween themed specialty drinks um you know they're going to decorate just like they did last year i thought it looked great last year is it going to be pumpkin lord and little little boo again did we do it was that uh, announced? That that I don't know if it was announced yet. Like if we know like what I heard it somewhere. It's possible. Possible. Didn't we get some Stranger Things theme during 28 or 29? I want to feel like there was some. Possibly. Some sort of theme in there for that. I can't remember. Um, but it looks like we have... Um, the, so we have the, the Swizzle Lounge at Cabana Bay. Then we're going to have the Spooky Sunset Lounge at Universal's Endless Summer Resort Dockside. And then it, there's also going to be specialty Halloween-themed cocktails at all eight Universal Orlando Resort hotels at select locations. Obviously, you need to be 21 and older to do this. But this sounds like this is our, um, our monster-themed Universal Monster pub crawl for the evening. One of these nights. Yep. What do you think? Yeah, like I mentioned, you know, excuse for a you know for a, a bar crawl right there. We have all all specialty cocktails at different bars plus monster hunting. Let's do it. Exactly. And I just say I think we need to start there <laughs> and work while we're back. Yeah. You don't want to end up there at the, the end of the night. Wait, where are we where do we have to start first? Endless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, so the next uh extra we have then is the RIP tour. Hey. It's us. It's really not, but it is us. Um, Ash, you want to talk about the RIP tour? Sure. Yeah. So the RIP tour is three hundred and twenty nine ninety nine per person plus tax. So what you're talking there? Uh, three sixty maybe three seventy uh, per person. So you have obviously your own tour guide. It'll take you through the zones, show, and mazes, front of the line access. Uh, not just express, but legit front of the line access. I've y- neither of you two have done an RIP tour before, right? Correct. No, no, not, neither have I. You can do your own party, and you have to call for that. Does anyone know the pricing for that? Like your own? I mean, it's probably changed by now, but anybody have an idea of what the uh, private one is? I think the private one's more expensive. I don't know how much, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's more expensive. Yeah, and I think I think you can fill it up to twelve people, I believe, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So th- th- there is no price for that. That's call. You only get the price if you call there, but three twenty nine ninety nine. but that's starting from, right? So you, you think that's the cheapest one uh, on maybe like a, 
I don't know, a Thursday, right? Or a Wednesday, 329. So maybe the weekend, I, I, I haven't clicked on it to see what a weekend date would be. Um, let me just have a, in fact, let me just have a look really. Just let me look really quickly. I just want to see what the, uh, what the price difference is. Oh, okay. So right, right away, the first weekend is four twenty, four hundred and twenty dollars. So with tax, you're talking four sixty probably. You might as well um, just say five hundred by the time you're done tipping. Yeah, too, so. exactly. Yeah. So yes, I mean for, for that is just obviously for one night. Now with the RIP tour, you don't you don't get the tour guide at the end, right? To go through whatever major. That's only the private one. Uh, that sounds familiar, but I still think you get until whatever time you yeah. have, right? I'm sure that's midnight. I think so. Yeah. So you can go up to midnight, but yeah, front of the access for, if you, if you can swing it and you're only going for one night, it, it's probably worth it. Cause you think what, what's a one night ticket now? hundred with tax, probably over a hundred dollars. Uh, oh, express yeah. is probably over a hundred dollars as well. So you're talking with with tax, you're probably talking between two thirty to two sixty for one night with express. If you're able to splash out the extra hundred and change, you know, might be worth doing the RIP tour if you're doing one night only. But I think for us who have a multi-night pass for the season, plus express anyway, I think it's probably redundant for people like us. I think it's more for people who yeah. want that tour guide opportunity, maybe even doing one night, just want to get everything maybe guaranteed to get everything in. In my opinion, no, you just nailed it. Like that's for this is for somebody who who has no problem dropping the money, who knows they're only going to be here for a night and wants to get through every single house and every single you know scare zone and yeah, and be guaranteed to it. Right. I mean, if you're if you're okay with the money, then this is obviously the way to go. Yeah. I mean, one thing about it as well, they do go through a bit more lore and a bit more deep dive into each maze, each scare zone as well, which is which is a pretty cool concept as well i don't know if that would get lost on the um you know the person who's going for one night i think more of the uh the history buffs and you know tenured people have probably enjoyed that bit a little bit more but yeah it's a it's a, it's a steep it's a pretty penny if you want to do one night you're talking you're looking at four hundred dollars easy for one night Woo, gary any thoughts i would like to do it one sure. one time um sure. but because i'm I have the multi night ticket. It, I just I couldn't justify dropping the money. Um, in in that you do get the food and drink. I think before you go in there as well. I think that's another benefit. Um, so it would be cool if you could fill a party. I don't think I would enjoy one of the public ones with people that you don't know. Um, I think I would only like to do it with friends for like a special occasion or something like that. I agree. I would want to do it that way too. So, all right. So that's the RIP tour. So hopefully some of you guys will be out there doing that. Um, I'm excited about this next little extra. I mean, it's not even a little extra. I mean, I guess it is an extra. But um, so the actors that play Ellie and Joel in The Last of Us from the game have recorded lines for HHN. So Gary, what do you think about this? I think we're getting this for Horror Nights, but the Harry Potter cast couldn't record lines for the uh, Hogwarts Express. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I think this is awesome. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, I, I, I want to say I'm around 80, 80% through the game. Um, and I am really enjoying the actual storyline more than the game itself. So I'm very nice. excited for this. This is this is big news. Yeah, I agree. Ash, what do you think? 
yeah, I love this. Just adds that extra layer of authenticity to the maze as well that we're having the official, it's Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson have the official, you know, voice actors, you know, in the Horror Nights maze. Wait, what, what, what a cool touch to add. So now, Ash, you are going to talk about some of the uh, the the episodes that are, have been on Universal Discover Universal podcast, and you're going to be spoiler free about them. Yes, definitely spoiler free. Now these are really really good. If you do want to check them out, like I said, definitely spoiler free. Definitely do, and I'll explain which ones to listen to, um, just because. On come some of, on the announcement drop, the full reveal, they do have the heads of creative in the studio going over the maze, and there is a lot of spoilers in there. So I would skip the Halloween Horror Nights 2023 full reveal. It's in three parts: part one, part two, part three. You can't miss it. Um, but there's also two episodes been released as well in terms of history and lore, and they are going to release one every Friday. I think a couple of Fridays. There's two episodes slated for certain Fridays, but we've had now Halloween Horror Nights Haunted Tales. That is what the series is called, Halloween Horror Nights Haunted Tales. Last week, the week before, was Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror, and that's completely spoiler-free. It goes into Oddfellow's new story, new legacy, new lore, in terms of how he interacts with all of this year's scare zones. Definitely worth a listen. It's 25 minutes, and it's story-based. Like they are telling a story with sound effects, music, like a nice little score in there as well. The production value for a podcast, it is, it is very, very good. And this Friday just gone was Halloween Horror Nights Haunted Tales, Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. Now, it is, it is spoiler free. It does talk about some of the things that will be in the scare zone that we can see in plain sight anyway. It does touch on the, the kind of hippie van merch that they'll be selling in the zone the main stage but again this is 14 minutes long and, it, and it's a story based it's somebody's telling the story again with sound effects vampire sound effects and a nice little score to go along with it for a 14 minute tidbit episode very very good production value for what it is so definitely check out those two the odd fellow and the vamp 69 one if you do want to go into the event spoiler free Maybe leave the full reveal one, the part two, one, two, and three, maybe for after you've been a couple of nights or one night, and then maybe go back and listen to the, because they go over Easter eggs and stuff as well. But yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, Discover Universal Podcast, but that's that's all the episodes for now, Tim. Cool. Yeah, I think I'll listen to those afterwards because I really don't want to know a lot of things. So uh, Gary, same for you. I'm assuming you are probably not listening to that as well. No, I haven't listened to any of them yet. <laughs> man um and then the last extra that has been a part of hhn for the last few years at least now uh i have done this before with one of brady's friends um but man the price has super super jumped so we have the scream early entry at 3 p.m so this is for anybody that is going to hhn that has a ticket already but is not a annual pass holder or does not have a ticket for the day to universal parks and basically you pay forty dollars and you get in at 3 o'clock, so it gives you two hours to walk around, maybe get on some rides, do whatever you want, um, and then you can go you know, head right into to Stay and Scream. 
Uh, but forty bucks is—I uh, I don't know. What do you do? You think this is worth it? It used to be twenty-five, and then I think it was thirty last year, if I'm not mistaken. It's a big jump in very quick succession. You know, twenty-five to thirty to forty. Um, I believe it is worth it if you are going for just one night only and you don't have a daytime ticket just because you can get in at 3 p.m. And usually from that time to when the pens open for Stay and Scream, the wait times are usually pretty low. So you can maybe squeeze in a couple of attractions um, at, over at USF as well before you actually go into the holding area. But if you are doing one night and you want to try and cram everything in one night, f- 40 bucks, I mean, it is what it is. You just pay it to get in and then, you know, you'll probably be able to squeeze everything in one night. But the price yeah. is definitely going up pretty quickly, but it's, mm-hmm. pretty, it's, it's probably worth it for somebody who doesn't have a daytime ticket. Sure. Gary, what do you think? I'm actually surprised at this because Universal normally do things a lot better than Disney. Um, and I, I don't often like to compare them. However, with the Mickey's not so scary ticket, you get in the park, I believe, at four PM for free. And it doesn't there's no upcharge or anything, so you can go to Magic Kingdom. It's either four or five PM, two, three hours before the event starts for free. So for Universal to, to upcharge, especially forty dollars for like two hours is quite a lot. Yeah, and I think this is just gonna keep going up too. Oh, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I think that is all of the extras uh, that, that we did not touch on in the last episode. Anybody got anything else? Gary? Nothing that I can think of. All right. Ash? No, it's pretty much everything. There's a lot lot of extras this year. Uh, I thought it was going to be a pretty short yeah. episode, but there's a lot this year to cover. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, okay, then. So uh, where can people find us? So you know I'm tossing this to Gary because Gary made me host today. My man. <laughs> <laughs> So you can find us at RIP to our podcast on Twitter, which is now X, um, Instagram, TikTok, oh, YouTube. Um, if you're listening to the show, we are on a, a host of different podcasts and apps like Spotify, Audible, Google. We have merch. We've just dropped brand new merch. Um, Tim, I believe you've just got two of them. In, I in did. The flesh. Yes, I got two of the T-shirts. I grabbed the Stranger Things um, font of our RIP Tour podcast one, and then the uh, Dark Zodiac one that 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 you came up with. So I yeah, so I um, just dropped three new designs. So we have a very limited edition, which I believe is already sold out in one color. Um, That's crazy. Vamp sixty nine style tie-dye like 60s font, which is probably my favorite design. So cool. um, we have a Zodiac design. And we have, like Tim says, the Stranger Things one. So they're on our merch store. And we also do have buttons. We have the regular black ones. And we have a limited number of chase buttons. If you don't know how the chase buttons work, every night that we are at Horror Nights, we post a password on our Twitter. And if you find us in the park, tell us the password. You get a chase button. So it's just a little bit of, bit of fun. And Tim, I believe we also have stickers. Oh, not only do we have one, but we have a second one coming. Hey, these guys didn't even know that I did this, but I made a second sneaky. sticker. Yeah, I'm a little sneaky. Um, that should be uh, shipping out this week. So I will have them in time for HHN. So we will have two kinds of stickers, two kinds of buttons. That's just a little way for us to to say thank you to everybody who stops us and appreciates the show and listens and support as well and a a great way to support the show is to to grab the merch and if you can't do that 
make sure to leave us a review because it really does help us as well. Um, we've hit over a hundred five star reviews on old, um, Apple and um, Spotify, which I think is awesome. Um, so definitely go leave us a review if you can. And that's enough rambling. Nice. And then um, continue with our, our our thirty-one days. What are we calling this? What is this called? I can't even remember. What, I, I was the one who came up with the name. Horror August. Horror August. Horror August. Horror August. Horror August. The, the, pun, the pun is so good, we can't even remember it. We can't even say it. <laughs> uh, but keep keep your eyes out for that. We're you know we're we're putting something out there every day. You know, favorite house, favorite drink selfies pictures trivia all just kinds of fun stuff just leading up to opening night man opening night everybody's hype this these uh, people are interacting with every post they, they love it the hype level is through the roof for everybody i think do you know today i think if i'm doing my math correctly we are 25 days out from opening night wow wow, wow. 25 days that's mad crazy all right, guys. Um, we will. We're going to get out of here now. We're going to see you all in the fog very, very soon. Um, we got a couple cool episodes coming up for you. We are going to do our our much anticipated hype episode, and then uh, I believe we are going to revisit our our first time goers guide. Is that correct, Gary? Is that what we're calling it? Our first yep. time goers guide. Yep. We have a, a schedule for the next two three weeks, um, so the hype episode will be the last one. That we drop maybe the day before opening night, if we can. Yeah. And then because there's a ton of new newbies in the scene, we've decided to do revisit, like Tim said, the tips beginner's guide, which we did when we first launched the show a few years ago. Um, but things have changed since then, so we think that it's best to update it and talk about it again and uh, share best practice. For sure. All right, then. We will uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.